0: The Biden administration plans to extend the public health emergency. The Tennessee nurse convicted of negligent homicide for a fatal medication error is sentenced to three years probation, and scrutiny of employee non compete agreements increases. It's all coming up on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. It's Tuesday, May 17th, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in about 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. Bloomberg News is reporting that the Biden administration is set to extend the federal pandemic public health emergency, which was set to expire in mid-July. This as the president has renewed calls for Congress to approve more funding for the COVID response. But the aid package has stalled in Congress as Republican lawmakers have opposed it as part of an unrelated dispute on immigration policy. Republican lawmakers have been urging HHS to end the emergency, saying it was meant to be temporary and the country is now adapted to living with the virus. Several provider groups, including the American Hospital, Medical and Nurses Associations, have urged HHS to extend the designation past July, as COVID cases are again rising across the country as the U.S. reaches the once unimaginable milestone of one million deaths from the virus. Unwinding the emergency will have wide-ranging impacts on patients, providers, and insurers. It will allow states to resume Medicaid eligibility checks, and several analyses have suggested that as many as 14 million people could lose coverage. While the Food and Drug Administration has already fully approved the Moderna and Pfizer COVID vaccines for individuals 16 and older, remaining COVID tests, vaccines, and treatments with emergency use authorization would no longer be available. And several telehealth flexibilities would also end, including allowing providers to prescribe controlled substances through telehealth, as well as allowing most Medicare beneficiaries in urban areas to continue using telehealth services. A former Vanderbilt University Medical Center nurse who was convicted of negligent homicide and gross neglect of an impaired adult after committing a fatal medication error has been sentenced to three years probation. In 2017, Redonda Vaught gave a patient a lethal dose of a paralytic agent rather than a sedative, overlooking several warnings. Her criminal conviction carried the potential of six years in prison. But if Vaught completes her probation, she can get the conviction expunged. In explaining her sentence of probation, the Tennessee judge said that Vaught had no criminal intent. And as an error happened in the healthcare setting, she's unable to repeat it since she already has been stripped of her license by the state board. Which is how discipline for unintentional medical errors is usually handled. It's atypical for medical professionals to be criminally charged for errors like this. While Vought certainly made an egregious mistake that directly led to a patient's death, there's a delicate line between holding caregivers accountable and making them criminally liable for unintentional mistakes. The American Nurses Association warned that this verdict could set a dangerous precedent and have a chilling effect on providers reporting errors. However, the ANA said it appreciated the judge's leniency in sentencing, as medical errors do happen. Health systems have worked diligently over decades to promote a culture of quality improvement and transparency. Central to that is an environment that encourages providers to report all medical errors in order to improve patient safety. Systems are concerned about how this conviction could reverse that progress. Efforts to limit or ban employee non-compete agreements are increasing at both the state and federal level. Last summer, President Biden directed the Federal Trade Commission to curtail the unfair use of these agreements as part of its executive order to promote competition. And several state legislatures are considering bills to limit these agreements as well. According to research, about a fifth of American workers are bound by these agreements. But that figure is closer to 90 percent for physicians, according to a Medscape survey. At least 10 states already have laws that prevent companies from requiring lower-wage workers to sign non-competes, although that definition varies by state, ranging from up to twice the federal minimum wage in New Hampshire to up to $100,000 a year in Oregon and Washington state. Massachusetts has a relatively new so-called garden leave policy, passed in 2018, which requires companies to pay employees who leave for the length of their non-compete agreements. But as Modern Healthcare reports, there are now lawsuits related to a former Change Healthcare senior vice president who left to work for competitor Olive A.I. At issue is how enforceable these contracts are for employees living and working in states with limitations on these agreements. Tennessee-based Change is alleging the employee violated his non-compete. The employee claims the agreement isn't valid because it didn't include Massachusetts' new garden leave payment, which is where he lives and works. If the judge decides in the former change employees' favor, it could mean that companies that hire workers in Massachusetts would need to comply with the new law. And with the state's large healthcare professional and biotech workforce, that could have wide-ranging effects. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, shares of Indianapolis drug maker Eli Lilly rose 2.7% Monday. Last week, the FDA approved the company's type 2 diabetes treatment, which is more effective than competing treatments. The healthcare sector closed the Monday training day up almost 0.70%. Thanks for listening to Gist Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olken. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on gisthealthcare.com. Gist Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Gist Healthcare.
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.